Hi, welcome back. My name is Laura and I teach improv teachers. And I would like to talk to you today about how to teach in English as a non-native English speaker. In case you haven't noticed, I am not a native English speaker. I am Dutch. I live in Amsterdam. And currently, my life includes a lot of speaking English. I speak English to my husband, to my cats, to my friends. However, that doesn't mean that I don't know what it was like when back in the days, I basically spoke Dutch all day long. And then I suddenly had to go to a class where I was a teacher and the language we spoke there was English. So I would like to share with you today some of uh, the mistakes, the shame, but also five tips for you if you are also teaching in your second language. Because I hope that these tips will help you just feel more confident in speaking English. If, however, English is your native tongue, also keep listening because I think it will help you understand non-native English speakers a little better. And also, next time you speak Spanish, you can take some of these tips as well. All right, here we go. Five tips. Tip number one. Understand that language is a means of communication. Now, what I mean with that is that unless you're actually teaching a language, you are using the English language as a means to an end. So you're using it to communicate something that you're very passionate about. In our case, probably improv. And that means that there is no need to focus on what and how perfect or imperfect it is because you're using it to reach other people. You could, if you want, choose, hey, I am a German speaker and I feel very comfortable speaking German and therefore I will only teach workshops and classes in German. And that is totally fine. Germany is big enough. But if you are willing to also add English to one of the languages you teach in, it means that your world opens up to all kinds of different people. Once I started with teaching in English, so I was already teaching in Dutch, but now I was also teaching in English, I added, for instance, the Indian improv community to the, my possible uh, field where I could teach online workshops. And I can suddenly teach here offline workshops in Amsterdam to expats just by also allowing myself to be an imperfect English speaker, the world opened up to so many other people. And that can also be true for you. If you decide to add English to one of the languages you teach in, there are more people you can reach. There are more people who can learn from you and you can learn from more other people. And that's, that's pretty neat. And you don't have to, but if you want the world to open up, start teaching in a different language. All right, tip number two is know that you are more than words and therefore focus on the nonverbal. If you think about the best improv scene you've ever seen or the most romantic movie clip or 
such a strong memory from your past. The reason why that moment was so impactful probably did not have to do just with the words. It's not that because this actor said darling in a particular, you know, like that word that you were like, wow, this is the best scene ever. It's how they said it and what face they had and what music was playing. All of that was what made impact. So I think it's good to realize that sure, we need words, but they're not the thing that makes the most impact. So in your class, focus not just on the words, but on all the other nonverbal things like your friendly face or the power of your exercises or the atmosphere you bring or how loud the laughter is in your class. All of that makes a lot of impact on your students and the words, the words are useful, but they're not the part that makes the most impact. So, so feel empowered to be more than words. All right. Tip number three is be imperfect. Speaking in your second language means that you will be imperfect. That's okay. I, I've been teaching in English for a long time and I am still imperfect. Like how this particular podcast that will go into eternity with all my English mistakes in there. And if I'm not willing to be imperfect, then this podcast would never get out there. So feel free to embrace the fact that you will be imperfect. I mean, you're an improviser. We should be able to do that, right? But as a teacher, we sometimes feel more, oh no, I should, I should be really good. You don't have to be. Your, your language can be imperfect. Now, if you want to do some homework, you totally can. Like you can look up some words to be able to better explain something. And then once you have looked up these words, you can start practicing them using them in sentences. You can do it out loud or you can do it in writing, you know, go for a walk or maybe explain it to a friend. And the only thing I would like you to practice is basically the art of phrasing. So to find the words that are floating around in your brain and then to be able to get them in the moment you need them. So don't learn sentences by heart. I don't think that will be helpful, but looking up some words and then trying out how it would sound like when you use them in sentences, in explanations, that can be really helpful. All right, tip number four is be confident. If you know me, you know by now that I confidence is, is kind of a theme that keeps coming back because I think it's really important for most people that are not sure whether or not they should be teaching is to feel more confident that they have something to offer. Now, using imperfect language can sometimes be considered cute by other people. Ah, oh, so cute. Listen to her using the wrong word or the wrong saying. And I would like to encourage you to combine cute with confidence. And uh, what really helps with that is confident body language. And that's something you can practice. So stand up straight 
and start talking imperfectly. Keep your head up high and use the wrong saying. If you don't understand something a student says, then ask them about it without going into a Ooh, uh, I'm so sorry. Could you maybe I don't under right that like low status that will not help us. If it would be really loud outside and you couldn't understand someone and then you would ask them, oh, hey, could you say that again? Could you repeat that? You probably wouldn't go into a, ooh, I'm so good. You, oh, I'm so, so that, that, that was outside. It was a drill and I couldn't. No, you probably just stay confident and calm and would ask them, oh, hey, could you say that again? Or, hey, could you explain that to me? So if your student says something that you don't get, just do that. Stay confident and be calm and just ask them about it. It's great. Fifth and last tip. And this one is especially for my fellow ladies out there. <laughs> Don't apologize. Really, I mean it. Never apologize for your English. Because you have all reason to be proud and to not be apologetic. The, the fact that you're even doing this, that you're getting yourself out there, that you're opening the world, that you're... Uh, willing to bring this wonderful thing that you have to teach in an imperfect words. That is something to be proud of. It's something that is so cool and so awesome. And so many people don't even dare doing that. If you want to say anything about your level of English, then make it a joint responsibility, right? So don't open your class with saying, Hi, my name is Laura, uh, I am Dutch, and I am so sorry for my English. Like, d don't, right? What you can do, or at least the thing that I did every time uh, I would want to say something about my English, I would say something like, hey, my name is Laura, I speak Dutch, I speak in my second language right now, and some of you may listen to me in your second language. That means that we'll have to meet each other like halfway. We have to meet each other as well as we can. So if you don't understand something I say, feel free to ask me. Because if I don't understand something you say, I promise I will ask you too. Right? So you're hearing that like I'm making the fact that uh, I speak in my second language and that they, they could be either native English speakers or not, but together we'll have to do this. We'll have to find a way to really get one another. And that is not something that I'm going to apologize about. And they don't have to do either. So don't apologize because you are awesome for even doing this. Okay, so these were my five tips. I will just like quickly go through them. One, understand that language is a means of communication. Two, you are more than your words, so focus on the nonverbal. Three, be imperfect. You're an improviser. We, we should practice that all the time. Four, be confident, even if it's just a confident body and a confident voice, but be confident. And five, don't apologize. I hope these tips were helpful 
And if you're interested in learning more about teaching improv with confidence, you can put your name on the interest list for the teacher's course that I teach. Uh, and you go to my website, which is www.lauradorneweert.com slash interest. Now, my name is very Dutch. I get that. So just go to the description of this podcast and uh, you can find the link in there. I will be back again next week and I hope to see you there as well. <laughs>